You're listening to the My Therapist Friend Podcast. Here's your host, David Wormuth. I'm done with this. I'm burnt out. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. It's been nonstop since the first episode, forgetting my name every single time. I'm burnt out. I'm done. All right, so welcome back to another episode of My Therapist Friend. Today's topic is, drumroll please, vicarious trauma, burnout, and compassion fatigue. A very interesting topic that we hope we do not lose your attention. So we have an interesting guest here today, and her name is? Joy Nelson. Ooh, Ooh, good to know. And where do you work at? I'm not telling you that. She specifically said, I will not say where I work at before we start. And then the first thing Dave asked her, where do you work? (laughs) And she almost did it. You can see her like catch herself. That's that's, that's I'm using my therapy powers. You know, I'm like, and we're, you know, you say so casual. You know, therapy powers. Therapize, yeah. And then we also have a resident giggle monster. And you, as our patrons... And if you're listening on Facebook on the snippet, maybe you can tell us who you think it is. Who the so. resident giggle monster is. So this is a fourth party in the room. We are who are you? Who, 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 who? who? I said I really wanna know. <laughs> I love doing that. Why that do you is... look like the guy of a family guy? <laughs> Stop. Dave. Dave. You're not fired. even licensed yet. And he's going to lose it. We can't We can't do a live stream because Dave will not get his license. No. You look like Roddy Dangerfield, but your eyes cross. Like, you really want to know. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so anyways, we're not allowed to laugh. That's all saved for the resident giggle monster. That is her responsibility. Oh, I just gave away a hint. It's a her. Uh, so, so that's your one clue. Your yeah. one clue is it it is a her. So they probably would have got her off the first laugh, though. Who knows? I guess we'll see. She knows who she is. Or does she? You who I said I really want to know. I wish you guys could have saw his face. Oh my gosh. He needs it's to, what Dave did. You need that deliverance. Made it I need to get the anointing oil because you're channeling something when you do that. So, all right. So, today. <laughs> really want to know. I don't even know what today's topic It's burnout. Oh, yeah. I set it up perfectly. I said I'm I'm done with this lady not saying my name. I'm burnt out yes. and I'm tired of it. Okay. So uh, before we kind of break into the session, that's the topic. We have some uh, interactive comments from our patrons. The first one was, of course, from Dan Dan or Daniel. He says, I'm, I have been really working on creating a healthy work-life balance. You mixed that sentence up and made it super weird. Don't roast our Patreons. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> like, sending your question. <laughs> All right. Um, I've been working way less overtime uh, and have successfully reduced how much I think about work while at home. I have actually been more productive at work and at life because of the changes I've made. However, as I see people I work with and employees of mine running themselves into the ground Mm -hmm. and working harder than I do, I battle with the guilt of not working as hard. Any tips on what I should do? 
I, he said he feels guilty for not working so hard. Yeah. Here's what I've, I found some really good advice. A lot of people that have big hearts or that are empaths or that are big burden bearers, whatever you want to call them, they're often bleeding hearts, meaning it's like, no matter what I do, it's never enough because the need is always so big and it's a monster out there. And so in my internship, uh, one of my professors, she's like, I've been in social work for 80 years. And I'm like, there's no way you are older than Moses. <laughs> Methuselah, 969 years. I'm like, years. you're 60 years old, but you've been in, I'm just joking. But she's basically been in social work her whole life. And she told us, and, and it was really helpful because here we are interns. We want to, you know, change the world. We're full of hope. It's before we start work, you know, our hopes are crushed and, you know, we're all excited. We're going to, you know, do all these big things. And she goes, let me tell you something. She goes, all of you are social workers. You're already going to go over and above. She goes, when you start working at your job, do your base minimum. Stop being extra. Stop going over and above. And to hear this elder in the field say that to me, it was so reassuring to say, it's okay to step back. It's okay to not try to work 45 and 50 hours. And, you know, especially for salary, especially it's easy to get taken advantage of. <laughs> giggle, giggle monster monsters taking, taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> she said amen. <laughs> I'm silence in the court. <laughs> So, um, but to hear her say that, I'm like, it gave me permission to say, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, it's a job. And they're there to take advantage of their employees as much as they can, whether it's intentional or unintentional. So it's okay to do your 40 hours a week. And I have coworkers who at my current job who work over 40 hours a week that are salary. <laughs> and we all know it's not James. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> and so, um, and so, and I, and I tell them, I'm like, I don't know how you do it. And I, and I kind of really just put it in that way. Like, I'm not telling them you, you should do like that. You say it like that? I don't know how you do it. <laughs> how yeah. do you do that? I, I, I'm like, I, well, and it's a, it's a very, uh, uh, Columbo style of, of approach of interviewing somebody where you play the like dumb card. Like, I don't know what I'm doing or what you're doing. And then they end up spilling the, spilling What's the that mean? What's that mean, Joy? You know Columbo has She's the like, one crazy eye. He's like, ah. Oh. Joy's over here smoking. <laughs> I know. He's got a Invisible cigar. Cigarette. He always has a cigar. That or she smells her fingers. <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, wish, I wish our audience could have be here for the 30 minutes of cutting up before we even start recording. Uh, right. The first 30 minutes, we're like, wait, is that recording? Wait, we're is that youth, recording? We're all youth leaders, though. So I think... I think it, it's probably a little bit of the yeah we have that camaraderie anyways. Us three are youth leaders. We just do huh? Yeah. What? Who's not? A oh, youth leader? I gave away another hint. Oh. Darn it, James. Darn it. Okay. So, <sighs> so we know the second giggle... hint. Second hint is female <laughs> youth leader, <laughs> and we might die because the giggle monster <laughs> is almost exposed, um. and she's threatening James. <laughs> so. So anyways, I, I would say with that, when you see other people working there that hard, you can commend them or you can question them and be content with what you're doing. I think it's awesome that that person's talking about leisure activities mm -hmm. when you're at home and, and totally being mindful and not thinking about anything about work or that's work related. You know, I feel bad for those that are on call around the clock. 
I don't know how they do it. They should get paid more. You know, but those that are not on call, well, and that's part of HR conversations is at the beginning having that conversation. Like when it's time to go, I'm I'm off the clock, you know, yeah. and, and it's okay to have limitations. As therapists, we teach clients, mm-hmm. know your limitations, advocate your limitations, be assertive. You know, otherwise you're going to, you're going to burn out. Okay. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, yeah. So like you're talking about this. <laughs> He's like, thoughts? <laughs> Uh, what are those? Uh, the, <laughs> He's truly. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so basically, I I agree with you. Self care is huge. It's important. Yeah. You hit your forty. Stop unless it's necessary. I think I would be more curious to know why you feel that guilt, or maybe that might help you mm-hmm. to maybe better understand where that guilt comes from. Mm-hmm. Um. And we've talked about that in previous episodes, identifying the root cause. Mm-hmm. So what is it that makes you feel guilty about not going to work? Or do you feel threatened? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to have a job <laughs> yeah. if I don't work all the yeah. time because there's other people working all the time. Another part of it could be a trauma response. They say some people, some of the most productive, busiest people in the world have PTSD. Yeah, Because it's, it's an avoidance. And it's to keep the mind off of you know, the hardship or the past trauma. And so it's the busier I stay, the less I think about it. So it yeah. could it could be not saying this person, whoever it is, you know, I don't know his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Here I am laughing. Not, not at the trauma. Why, Dave? I'm laughing because the inside joke. Not about trauma. <laughs> Anyway, okay, darkness. <laughs> darkness. Keep going before I keep um, I was going to say something and now I forgot. You got me <laughs> off with the... Anyways, yeah, so identifying that root cause, um, uh, the reason why you feel guilty, and then I can't remember. If it comes back to me... Uh, oh, when I first started working the job I currently work, I would overdo it. I'd overextend mm-hmm. myself. I would go see as many clients as I could in the week, knowing that there were notes on the back end and knowing that notes sometimes take as long as the appointment. Mm -hmm. And one of the best things somebody told me about six, seven months into it, they just said, you're not going to have everything done. So Mm -hmm. it's okay that you don't have everything done. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about this in an earlier episode, but instead of making a, you can make that list of a hundred things that need to be completed in the day, but pick out 10. Don't try and accomplish all Mm -hmm. 100 of those. I don't know what your situation is exactly. I don't know where you work and what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know if, if, if if it's that just be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not getting everything done, I'm willing to go in and give it my best for eight hours. I do find so. it interesting, too, because I, I wonder if birth order plays into that as well. Because they say the oldest child often takes undue responsibility, meaning they think that more stuff is on their shoulders than what really is. And so I wonder if I, I would that would be a cool research project to see if the oldest child often works longer hours or overtime compared to peers their age. Mm. <laughs> anyways so anyways all right so thank you for submitting your question we also had um 
let me refresh it and make sure we're, we, we've got everybody. All right. And if any more come in, we'll answer them at the end of the show. Um, Jacob Moore said, I feel a bit guilty when I take time off only for like half a second and then it's over. But how does the internal battle between I need to be a model employee and forget this place, I need some of me time impact you guys? Hmm. For me personally, um, I've, <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I, I love that we're talking about burnout tonight. Cause I feel like I'm maybe like there, like I've, I think I've experienced everything mm -hmm. I can experience at my job in the role that I'm in. And so it is one of those things. I, I know how long it takes me to like get stuff done and I'm not cause I'm going to school. I'm also just kind of in a spot where I'm like, I don't like necessarily care about being a model employee anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, like, that's not my, like my primary concern is priority. That, yeah. Like and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, but I think when I first started coming in with a criminal justice background, mm -hmm. I felt inferior to everybody else I work with. Um, cause there was only one other person that was a criminal justice major that we worked with mm -hmm. and they were only there for a few months and then they left. And then it was just me in a room full of people who trained social work and psychology, psychology sociology, and they're all teachers telling me theories and stuff. I didn't know them. And I think maybe that's why I grinded so hard out the gate yeah. was just to pick up those models and theories and all that. Mm -hmm. So I could be better at the job I was in. Cause I did enjoy the job a lot. I just wanted mm -hmm. to be good at it. And that's kind of my, like I do when I put my mind to something like, I want to be the best at it. Like I don't want to, and I think that's maybe we'll talk about that later. Well, and but. I feel kind of like what you said <clears throat> at the beginning. You were an employee. Now you have other titles. You have other responsibilities and roles, like being a full time student. And so you're able to realize that I am more than my employee title. And so with Jacob, it's like when he goes and and he practices self care and he engages in activities he enjoys outside of work. It's a reminder. Oh my gosh. I'm a human being. I'm a person. I have needs too. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to meet those needs, those basic needs of, of self-care and, and you know, that life is much more than working a job, getting a paycheck and paying bills. Not too far. What a way to make a living. You just lose your mind. Taking in no giving. Well, now we know the title of today's uh, podcast Thank is you, 9 Jacob. to 5. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> We do not uh, own the rights to that music. Dolly Parton, do not come sue us. It doesn't. I sung it out of my mouth, and I probably mixed the lyrics up anyways. So. My, my therapist friends. friends. <laughs> this has been a preview of My Therapist Friend. If you're interested in listening to the full episode, please go to our Patreon page and become a patron for $1. Thanks, and have a great day. <laughs>